Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ontario's COVID-19 science advisory table suggests vaccine certificates could speed up reopening in the province and may incentivize more people to get vaccinated. This from Global News. The table, which advises the provincial government on its response to COVID-19, published a brief regarding vaccine certificates on Wednesday. COVID-19 vaccine certificates may have a practical short-term utility for supporting and maintaining economic and societal reopening. A summary of the brief said, goes on to say, in the longer term, vaccine certificates may be useful as verifiable, secure, standardized, and accessible electronic or paper records of immunization. The report said the certificates could be used to enter places that pose a high risk for COVID-19 transmission, like indoor dining, bars, and gyms, and could allow for the reopening of high-risk settings sooner and at increased capacity. You do know that in France, the president, Emmanuel Macron, has said that by the 15th of September, all health personnel must be vaccinated. He's also said that by August, that's just a few days from now, but by August, let me just read from the New York Times, uh, the rest of the French population, they'll be denied access to most indoor public venues if unvaccinated or without a negative test. That has prompted other countries, including Italy, to follow suit. And it's also prompted many French people to go and get vaccinated. Let's talk to our friend, Dr. Neil Rao. Infectious Diseases Specialist, Halton Region on, in Ontario, Assistant Professor of Medicine at the University of Toronto. Dr. Rao, thank you very much for your time. Let's start with the Ontario Science Table. What do you say? I say that they're applying such a dictum in a place where we probably don't need it as much as they think. Because we have more than 80% of people over age 12 vaccinated in Ontario now. So what are you really going to get in terms of making something mandatory when so many people have done the right thing? And you know I'm very much in favor of people getting the vaccine, but I think pushing it from 80 to 90 creates an illusion that we're somehow going to be that much better off just because we went up by 10%. I think as it is, we're in a very good situation to open up our province. Our situation is similar to Alberta and B.C., and they have lifted a lot more restrictions in those two provinces than we have in Ontario. So to make vaccination rates a precondition and then to throw a hammer or a stick rather than a carrot at this, I don't think is the wisest thing. And I know what's going on in Europe, but let's not forget that in many European countries, the vaccination rates were not as high. And still you get into some of these issues of the show-me-your-paper society, which is more of a legal issue, but it's something you need to talk to the Canadian Civil Liberties Association about as well. But there's that dark side of this as well. Yeah. No, that's very much the case. 
But when uh, Mr. Macron told the French people that either you're going to be vaccinated by the 1st of October or you'll be able to provide us some negative test results, so show up with uh, some certification, whatever they're going to put together, certification that you've been vaccinated or a negative test result, you're not getting into large shopping centers. You won't be able to enter many indoor public venues. 3.7 million French citizens went out and got vaccinated right away. So there is a show me your paper society. Would you like to have people? No, I don't like that. uh, No, every shopping center. No, I don't. If it's a precondition of a job, let me separate this out. Precondition of a job. You're a healthcare worker. We're in the midst of a big outbreak, a lot of disease in the community. We know we have a vaccine that can reduce transmission and you've got a vulnerable population that doesn't take as well to the vaccine. Maybe there you can make an argument for it to be mandatory. But what happens if we need a booster? What if you're not current after six months? Are we going to keep going after this? every six months, because these two variants show up even within six months. Well, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to well, happen? Well, I, I think we're in for another variant. We're in for the Epsilon or the Lambda, or we'll give it a new name. And then what are we going to do? Because the problem with the vaccine, good as they are in terms of protecting us from bad effects from the disease, is that they are not completely stopping transmission of the virus. That's why we have new ways. We're getting some reinfections from people with subclinical illness so we can't really stop this completely, even with the vaccine. The better thing is for the people who are at greatest risk to get the vaccine, which is why I'm so in favor of it. But to use the vaccine as a way of stopping transmission completely is very wishful thinking. It's not the measles. With the measles, you get what we call sterilizing immunity. It stops transmission. Mm. That's not going to happen with the vaccine. If you can give me proof that the vaccine definitely stopping transmission, I think at least we have stronger scientific arguments in favor of mandates. But again, we should be selective, like use it for people who work in a restaurant kitchen, but don't make it for every single person going into the restaurant. Protect the workers who are working together. Protect the postal workers. Again, there are legal issues in terms of mandating someone to get something. You're also asking people private information about their medical status or medical decisions. We've never done that in society. It's one thing to make people put a seatbelt on, on, on their body, but to have someone put something into their body and be required to disclose that as part of day-to-day life, that's a very big change in our society. We have to think about this more carefully. Yeah, I mean, there was massive protest in France against Macron's position, both from the left and the right. It's not often that you get the left and the right meeting in the middle to agree on something, but they're doing that in France. But Macron is saying, look, if you get vaccinated, if you do what I'm telling you to do, he's not asking, he's telling, if you do what I'm telling you to do, then we will be able to avert another lockdown. You say what? We've had a lot of these, if you do X, we will not have to do Y promises, and we've broken them over and over again. We had promises that the mask mandates in Quebec would end at the end of July, and now they're talking about pushing it to September. We've had deals that if 70% of people get the vaccine, then we can do such and such. Then we said, oh, we have to have more people with the second dose. Oh, no, it has to be 80%. So we've seen so many moving goalposts. I thought if I remember the public, I'd really be questioning, do people keep their promises? So if we're going to make deals, we have to stick with them. You know, it's like you can't do this to your kids either. <laughs> now, here's the question. Will you willingly carry a vaccination certificate when you go out? And will you show it wherever you go if you're requested to do so? The Ontario COVID-19 Science Advisory Table says it may come to that being an excellent way to move forward in reopening our society. Andy's in Winnipeg. Andy, what would you do? Well, I, I don't like the idea of carrying card, but I, for the meantime, until this thing settles down, uh, like, like I say, I really don't like to. Would you do it, though? I, I would do it, yeah. I mean, if you want to go into a care home or if you want to go into a restaurant, um, I, I think it's not about you. 
like all these other people out there all believe it's about them and conspiracy and all this stuff. But uh, until it gets settled down, I mean, like I say, I don't like the idea. But you, but you would do it. I I would under protest. Under protest, somewhat, yeah. I I understand. Okay, Andy, I'm thank you for the call, sir. I've got to move on because we have limited time. It is a question that people mull over. Uh, What's the mulling in Steve or Stefan's mind? In Barrie, Ontario, how's the uh, how's the recovery from the tornado going? It's going good. I'm glad to hear that. That's awfully bad weather. You guys get hit hard uh, yeah, with from weather. From time to time, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Stefan, what about it? Would you willingly carry a vaccination certificate and show it if you're asked? No, definitely not. No privacy is worth something. I agree with Cody that sent you the email, and I definitely would not. And it's it's kind of like with the whole mask thing. I try not to wear one as much as possible in the form of a protest, because it's just all the government seeing how far they, what they can get away with. Okay, so now look, so, 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 so what happens, what happens if it becomes a situation where either you wear it or you show it, either you show vaccination proof or a negative test result, or you don't get into a mall, or you don't get into a restaurant, or you don't get into a bar, which was what President Macron is doing in France. Well, then I'm sure there's a lot of other bars or restaurants or malls that are. No, that's a national. No, it's a national rule. It's not up to the bar. It's the federal. It's the national government in France that's made the decision. They've passed well, then that. I, then, if, if if that's the case, and they say you can't go to here or there without having your proof of vaccination, then I guess I'll be staying home and ordering takeout. All right, appreciate your call. I don't like the idea, and you know I've been vaccinated, and uh, I will reluctantly carry a vaccination certificate, and I will reluctantly show it if I want to go somewhere where it's demanded or if legislation makes it mandatory, I will reluctantly show it because I want to go where I want to go. Brenda is in Calgary. How are you, Brenda, and what do you say? Well, Kenny already said he's not going to have a vaccination passport, but I believe myself that the retailers, particularly in Calgary and Edmonton and that, I think that they're smart and they don't want to be shut down again. They're going to request it. I don't. What would you do, though? What will you? What will you do? What will you do? I will gladly show it. But I think it's just going to take somebody, some company, and they're going to come up with a little small card the size of your driver's license, uh-huh. and people will jump on board. It'll be so simple to put in your wallet. I think. I think you may be right. I think initially there's going to be a lot of pushback. But when it comes right down to it, people will say, yes, I'm just looking for some emails here. There are lots of them coming in. Uh, Roy, can you not see what the puppet masters are doing? Drip, drip. Um, That's from Lynn. What else do we have here? Um, Daryl, hi, Roy. On most job sites, you need to show safety courses before entering the job site. Cheers. Okay, let's go back to your calls. And in Ancaster, Ontario, here's Dave. Dave, what do you say, sir? I'm uh, I'm all for the IDs and that because uh, I have friends that uh, they haven't got vaccinated. And I said, well, what are you going to do down the road if and when that you need some sort of ID uh, to cross the border or board a plane or to get into some venue? Uh, you know, everyone in my household has been double vaccinated. But I mean, to tell somebody, that's just hearsay. I think it's going to become pretty standard procedure, and people will hold their noses 
and they'll do it because they want to be able to function in society. Plus, yeah. plus there are still many, and we'll talk about the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated tomorrow. Interesting yeah. poll done by the Angus Reid Institute. We'll talk about that tomorrow with Catherine, Linda, and Michelle, Beauties and the Beast. But I think that people will 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 perhaps unwillingly, but in order to be able to get around and function in society, they'll go along and they'll do it. I mean, it's just uh, another piece of ID, like your driver's license or yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah. Or but you understand. Ownership. But Dave, Dave, you understand the pushback, don't you? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, nobody likes change. Yeah. But, uh, you know, well, times are changing, change. so you have to change as well. Okay. Appreciate your call in Ancaster, Ontario. There's Dave. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.